Welcome back to episode 15 of the Dynasty Dreamers podcast. The last four episodes, we have been analyzing this startup draft. That the, 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 I guess we'll call it, Luigi, the first Dynasty Dreamers official startup draft, uh, Marvel versus DC. We've been analyzing pick by pick all the way up to the eighth round. Uh, we are now going to, for the last episode about this startup draft, we're going to do a recap here of each of the teams, make some predictions of what we think is going to happen in 2023, and just have a little bit of fun with it. So we're going to start in the DC Heroes division. We're going to go alphabetically, and we're going to start with Team Batman. Team Batman has on his roster currently, at quarterback, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford. At running back, he has Christian McCaffrey, Raheem Moistert, Damian Pierce, Tony Pollard, and Tajay Spears. At wide receiver, he has Romeo Dobbs, Josh Downs, Tyler Lockett, DJ Moore, Alec Pierce, Debo Samuel, and Kadarius Tony. And at tight end, he has Mark Andrews. So while I'm looking at this team, obviously you love the quarterback position. Uh, he absolutely has a stud in Lamar Jackson. Uh, Matthew Stafford is is kind of a rough third, but he's sufficient enough. Is the he only, technically a third for a one-now team, though? He has to be his second right now. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. That the, the only problem is here is with Kyler Murray on this team for at least half of the season, he might have to be the quarterback, too. So that's a little bit of a, a gap here. At the quarterback position, he's got a very good RB1 in Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Pollard and, and Damian Pierce makes for a pretty good uh, backfield, I would say. This is this is not the best backfield in the league by any stretch, but I'd say it's probably in the top third. It's probably one of the top four backfields. Yeah, I mean, Tajay Spears could very well be the, the future in Tennessee as well. So, is that I mean, they they think pretty heavily of him, and the Dynasty community in general thinks heavy of him. And they've supposedly already been toying with the idea of getting rid of Derrick Henry as soon as this offseason. So you got to think that going into next year, he's probably their plan. Yeah, yeah. So wide receiver, uh, you know, that's where his weakness is. His wide receiver one is either DJ Moore or Debo Samuel. Take your pick of whoever you think is best there. He's got a couple of vet, well, really only one veteran presence and Tyler Lockett out there in you know, he's probably a, a wide receiver three next year. He's got a lot of younger guys, Dobbs, Josh Downs, Alec Pierce, Kadarius Tony. Like I said, for a team that I feel like is a pretty decent win-now team, he's got some holes in the wide receiver position. Yeah, I think uh, that's definitely true. But if a couple of these guys hit, I think it could be his team could be really dangerous really quickly. I mean, yeah. I mean, if Debo Samuel plays the way he did two years ago and DJ Moore just stays being DJ Moore, then this team's not bad at all. And then he has Mark Andrews at, at a tight end, which obviously is our tight end to a pretty consensus here on the panel. Uh, you know, obviously that's an absolute stud. My only problem with that is, is that by round 17, I feel like he should have picked up a second. A second. Or, or a third. At this point, yeah. I really think that this could come back to haunt him, but there, there are still some guys out there, so maybe he gets them in the next couple of rounds. See, Batman has his 2024 first, but does not have his 2025 first. So, uh, guys, 
What do you think about this team, win now, win later? I personally think that this team can be one of the playoff teams this year. I think he's definitely a contender. I think because he has his 2024 first, in case he doesn't do well or in case he's one of the first teams running for the playoffs, this team will definitely be have you know some value added to it next year. I think he's got at least a two- or three-year window here. Yeah, I think uh... – He's got to hope for a lot of things to go right at the quarterback and running back positions, but receiver and tight end should be able to carry this team. Uh, next up in, in the DC Heroes division, we have Team Flash, which is Tyler McPherson, Joe Burrow, Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, and Russell Wilson at uh, quarterback. He has Saquon Barkley, Chase Brown, Joe Mixon, and Miles Sanders at running back. He has Brandon Ayuk, A.J. Brown, Traylon Burks, and Calvin Ridley at wide receiver. He has Mikal Pitts and Darren Waller at tight end. So, uh, quarterback, this is probably the best room from top to bottom in the league. He's got four guys he can depend on. He's got some trade equity in the middle of the season to go pick up a position he needs with having all these these, uh, quarterbacks. So, very nice job on that. Uh, Saquon Barkley, uh, Chase Brown, Joe Mixon, and Miles Sanders at the running back position. He's got a stud in Barkley that he can rely on heavily there. Uh, Joe Mixon and Miles Sanders is, is a nice two and three for this team. Uh, move on to the wide receivers. He's got uh, A.J. Brown, obviously. He's got a stud at that position. He's got a stud at every position, which is always a, a – a, Usually Great a pretty good guys. sign, pretty good sign of a good team. Uh, he is a little younger in the wide receiver position than I would normally like for a win-now team to be, but I do have a lot of faith in guys like Traylon Burks and Brandon Ayuk, so I think that unit can be a good unit for him. Uh, he has Kyle Pitts and Darren Waller at tight end. This is beautiful to me. This is exactly what you want to do. If Kyle Pitts doesn't perform for whatever reason, he's got Darren Waller to slot right in there. And if Kyle Pitts and Darren Waller are both great, then that just makes his team that gives him that much of an advantage over some of the other teams. Um, any thoughts on the team overall here, guys? I think uh, he's done a good job of where I think he's going to be very competitive while also having some young pieces here that if he has to break his team down are still great to have on his roster. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he has the the studs that you need to go out there and get you points, but also some guys that are quote-unquote up-and-coming still, like Kyle Pitts and, and uh, Traylon Burks, that can always improve on uh, their last year's production. So he has no 2024 first. He traded his, but he does still own his 2025 first. So uh, he, he hasn't traded away all of his future picks yet, which I think is also very important. I see this team as being very competitive this this season. Uh, I think that he could definitely be in playoff contention. Uh, I, I I just I think he's he's done a pretty good job. I think there was a few picks that if he had went a different way, this team would be an even better win now team. But I definitely think he's going to be competing. I think because of those younger players, he has a, a two or three, maybe even a four year window. So I, I like I like this team quite a bit. That brings us to Team Nightwing, uh, Team Jorge Taylor. Uh, he has Jared Goff, Patrick Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Uh, Nick Chubb, 
Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, thank you. Sorry. Aaron Jones at, at running back. He has Keenan Allen, DJ Shark, Brandon Cooks, Chris Godwin, Jacoby Myers, Juju Smith-Schuster, Amon Ross St. Brown at wideout. And he has TJ Hawkinson and Luke Schoonmaker at uh, tight end. So the quarterback position, I mean, what more can you want? You've got the QB1, in my opinion. I know that Luigi agrees with that slightly. Uh, you have Jared Goff, a guy who is probably going to be the starter in Detroit going forward. I think we've seen enough to know that that's probably going to be a thing. We think he's going to get an extension sometime soon. And then you've got a, a guy with top five upside that may ret- retire in a year or two, sure. But he could just be a starter that give, gives you two top five guys at the quarterback position. Uh, very solid. Love what he did there. Nick Chubb, Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, Aaron Jones. This is the running back core for a win-now team. This is, uh, you know, I, you can't do much better than this uh, at, at the running back position. Wide receiver is a little weaker, but he still has Amon-Ra and, and Godwin to, to get that core going. And he's got solid veterans like Keenan Allen and Brandon Cooks. And even Juju Smith-Schuster is a suitable wide receiver five. Yeah. So <laughs> so I, I think he, he he's built that position well. Uh, he has TJ Hawkinson, who is our pretty much consensus tight end three. So that's great. Uh, Luke Schoonmaker is is the only guy on this team who you could really say that's just completely a play for the future. I got to say, Team Jorge, more than any other team in this draft, committed to winning now. Nobody was took veterans more often. Nobody would trade up to get a veteran that they really thought they could win. And I think it really shows uh, he did trade both of his first 2024 and 2025. And I think this team probably only has a two year window, but honestly, I think that this could be one of the best teams for the next two years and and, and a top title contender. I completely agree. I think uh, what he did outside of Mahomes. the, Quarterback is really impressive. I think he's got a guy who's going to be in the league for a while uh, that he can start when he has to. And Aaron Rodgers, like I said earlier, is just going to be an amazing piece for the next couple of years. Yeah. 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 And, you know, you're talking about his wide receiver room being a little weak. And if Keenan Allen plays the entire season, like he finished the season last year, I don't don't quote me on the exact date again. I'm not that great with dates, but there was a from a period on till the end of the season, Keenan Allen was the leader in targets. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I don't necessarily think that that will continue throughout an entire season. But even if he's getting top ten, top twelve in targets, I mean, he's gonna produce and, and that's gonna be a great addition to Amon Ra and Godwin and, and DJ Shark could be something with uh, Bryce Young. You never really know who the wide receiver one in Carolina is going to be. And I yeah. love Brandon Cooks. I think going to the team where he can be the number two at this point in his career with a really good quarterback is yeah. a great spot for him. I think he could be a big play guy that makes a difference. I, I think of the three teams we've discussed so far, I think this one's clearly the favorite. So that gets takes us to our prediction here. Let's uh, – Let's hear a division winner from each of you guys for the DC Heroes division for 2023. I will be going with Jorge's team, Nightwing. Yeah, I'll be doubling down and saying Jorge's team as well. 
Yep, uh, it's it's official. Uh, Nightwing is a pick for us because that's who I'm picking as well. I think things are going to have to go really wrong for this not to be the case. I wouldn't say that. I think the, this this division is brutal. This might be the best division. This is the best division, in my opinion. I I think that the, the division we're about to talk about could have a small argument. But I think from top to bottom, this is the best division. I honestly think all three of them have an excellent shot to make playoffs. So let's head to the Marvel Heroes division. And we'll start with Team Nightcrawler, Ryan Nunn. He has Justin Fields and Justin Herbert at quarterback. He has Cam Akers, Tyler Algier, Austin Eckler, Kenneth Walker III, Rashad White, and Javante Williams in his running back core. He has Jerry Judy, Zay Jones, Rondell Moore, George Pickens, Cortland Sutton, uh, Jalen Waddell at wide receiver, and he has uh, George Kittle and Sam Laporta at tight end. So we always start with quarterbacks, and what sticks out to me here, the, first of all, he's got two studs, especially by his own account in Herbert and Fields, but I don't like the fact that we're in round 18 and he hasn't, there's had, no a, third. There's, he hasn't had a third quarterback this roster. So that's 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 a little bit of a hole for me. And Ryan would agree with that if he was here. I guarantee you he would agree with that. Uh, at the running back position, uh, very deep. Uh, Austin Eckler is a great number one for this season. Uh, he also has uh, Kenneth Walker and Javante Williams, who knows. Walker should be fine, in my opinion. Javante Williams, who knows what he's going to get. Uh, Rashad White was, we talked about, we thought it was kind of a weird pick, but it doesn't mean he can't be productive. Well, I think my problem, especially re-looking at his roster, is he took Rashad White and there's no third quarterback on his roster. Yeah, uh, and and you could say the same about Laporta. Yeah. Uh, that, it, it's a little bit, we're, we're being a little nitpicky, but that that could be something that comes back to haunt him if, if her, either one of the Justins has a major injury this year. But he, he I do know that he does have uh, – his 2025 first, I believe. And I think one of his plans is if he gets in trouble with quarterback, he can trade that, which is about, mm-hmm. uh, you, you only pro- my only problem with that way of thinking is, is that sometimes when you do that, you end up having to pay more, pay more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when you get yourself in a situation like that, uh, Cam Akers is a guy that, to finish off this running by core that I thought he got at a really good time. And I think really bolstered this, this unit. Uh, wide receiver, uh, Jalen Waddles, obviously an excellent number one. He's a little thinner than I like to be at the wide receiver position with Judy and Pickens being the only real great guys after that. Uh, he does have Cortland Sutton, but uh, Sutton is who knows what we're going to get out of him. Uh, he does have uh, George Kittle uh, at tight end, which, he, you know, that it's great value whenever he got him. I think it's going to help him win a lot of games this year as long as Kittle stays healthy. He does have Laporta, which doesn't really help him this year, in my opinion, but it is a good good guy for going forward. So my opinion of this team is I, I fully expect them to be in the race for the division and, and, and maybe even a t- title contention this year. It, it's a good team. I think it could have been – Quite a bit better. For win now, I think it could have been the best team if he had made a few picks differently. But uh, he does maybe have two to three years of, you know, maybe three to four years of longevity because of a few of those picks instead of just having a couple. So, uh, you know, there, there there are some good things to say about some of the picks he made. So there are different ways to look at it, I think. Yeah, but 
like I like I said, it could have been a little bit better. And, and while some he could have made some different picks, and it would have made his window one to two years. It would have made his window one to two years of being a championship contender, as opposed to right now, he very well may be the fourth best team that we've that we've talked about so far. Yeah. So he's he went from probably at one time being the best team in the league to now just kind of when he made that Herbert, back. whenever yeah. he at the point in time that he made the trade for Herbert Eckler and Waddle, he was decisively the best team yeah. win now team in the league. And now I think of the four teams that we've talked about, he's the fourth best team of, of the four. I don't know if I agree with that, but I definitely don't think he's the best of the four we've talked about for win now. Uh, moving on to team Thor, that's Bryce's team. He has Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Bryce Young at quarterback. He has Michael Carter, Leonard Fournette, Jameer Gibbs, Brees Hall, Damian Harris, and Josh Jacobs at running back. He has Mike Evans, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf, and Mike Evans at wide receiver. Mike Williams. Mike Williams, not Mike. Well, Mike, Mike Evans, Evans and, and Mike Williams. Williams, excuse me. He has Gerald Everett and Dallas Goddard at tight end. So this is, with the exception of Bryce Young, a just very straightforward win now team, in my opinion. Uh, he did take Bryce Young the second round. I think Bryce Young can still be a nice win now player this year, but that would be maybe the biggest question mark I have with this team is does he sl- get out a little slow out of the gate if Bryce Young doesn't come out and, and perform at a high level immediately? Part of that is going to be, I feel like, be handled by the fact that he has the Kirk Cousins to Justin Jefferson connection, though. I look for Kirk Cousins to have a big year with with all the targets on that team. Jimmy Garoppolo is the third quarterback. At the point they took him, was probably the best he could do to secure a third quarterback. Uh, so it is, it's better than having nothing, at least. Uh, you yeah. know, and you know, we're not going not gonna to spoil things too much, but we may have already talked about a possible Tom Brady side plan later on in the draft. Uh, Running back, you just got to love the, the, the trio of, of Gibbs, Hall, and, and Josh Jacobs, in my opinion. No better top three running back trio in the entire league. Uh, his depth at running back isn't super impressive, but he does have Michael Carter for the cuff with Brees Hall. Uh, Leonard Fournette is a high upside guy if he lands in, in, a, certain, in a few certain spots. Uh, I don't know, so Kansas City, for example. Dallas, maybe. Dallas, you know, there, there's some spots where Leonard Fournette can definitely be a force. And then Damian Pierce, or Damian Harris, excuse me. The better of the two Damians. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I just think that he's going to be the featured running back in that offense. He may not be in there on passing downs, but I think he's going to get more carries than any team on that, any running back on that team. The wide receiver room here is spicy with great top end, absolute phenomenal top end with Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf, and great depth with Mike Evans, DeAndre Hopkins, and Mike Williams in that group. Uh, tight end, Dallas Goddard, he got in the top six, top seven-ish tight end. Added Gerald Everett for a little depth. Uh, I think that this team has, with, with especially with Bryce Young at quarterback, and, and there's nobody, you know, he's got some guy, veteran guys he picked up later on, but none of the guys he took in the first seven, eight rounds are, are very old at all. So, uh, with the exception of Kirk Cousins, I, I, I think he's got probably a two, maybe even a three-year window. He does not have any of his first. Uh, he did trade both of those, uh, so we should mention that. But I think he's got about a two- or three-year window. Yeah, I think uh, I definitely need some things to happen for me here. I need Fournette and Hopkins to end up in the right spots. 
and I need Jimmy Garoppolo to be healthy. But I feel comfortable where this team is if, you know, even just two of those things happen. Yeah, I definitely think that he's going to be competing for – that you are going to be competing for this division uh, for sure uh, and could could be competing even for a championship. We'll, we'll get to the, some predictions later on that. Luigi, any, any thoughts on that? No, I, I definitely agree. Uh, I believe that Bryce's uh, second quarterback is a little bit concerning to start the year, but I think if he can hang in and make the playoffs, I think come playoff time, I don't think it'll be an issue. So if that's your only concern that you have to withstand the first four or five weeks, I, I think you'll be able to do it. All right. Well, let's move on to Team Vision, who is – Rounding out the division, who's working with Sam Hell, Jalen Hurts, and Jordan Love at the quarterback position. James Cook, Zach Evans, Rashad Penny, Brian Rob, or Bijan Rob, no, Brian Robinson, sorry, and Jonathan Taylor at the running back position. Rashad Bateman, Cooper Cup, Marvin Mims, Sky Moore, Chris Olave, Jackson Smith at Jigba, and Christian Watson at wide receiver, and Cole Komet at tight end. Luigi, he has his first in both years, correct? That is correct. Okay. So the quarterback position, obviously we love Jalen Hurts. I love Jordan Love. Uh, I don't know if I'm trying to win now if if I if I love him as my QB2. Uh, same goes for Sam Howe. Love him. Not sure I want him to be my QB2 on a, on a competitive team. But, you know, as I'm looking through this roster, I'm not so sure that this – is he meant for this to be a competitive team. He kept his first, uh, and then we'll continue to go through it here. He didn't invest a lot in the running back position. He did take Jonathan Taylor early at the third pick, but then he didn't select another uh, running back till James Cook, which I believe was the 10th or 11th round probably, something like that. Uh, he spent the bulk of his draft picks at the wide receiver position, and, and he has a lot of nice guys. Uh, Cooper Cup, we said earlier, felt like a little weird pick for this team whenever he made it. But he's got some young guys, too. He's got Jackson Smith and Jigba, Christian Watson, Marvin Mims, and Sky Moore. Uh, the tight end position is a bit of a problem with just Cole Komet. He did not prioritize that. Uh, my opinion of this team is, is that if things went really right for him, he could be competitive. But being that he's one of the few teams in the league that still has his 2024 and 2025 first, and the fact that he's got a young wide receiving core and a young quarterback's core, uh, I'm looking at this team more as probably a two to three years down the road team that, that, that could compete once uh, Team Thor and Team Nightcrawler gain a little age in the division. What, what do you guys think here? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Three years from now, this is the best team in the division pretty solidly, unless things change drastically. And if, you know, the other two teams in the division end up, for whatever reason, falling off, he could be in the playoff hunt this year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, if his intention was to go win now, I don't think he accomplished it. If his intention was to go win later, then I think he made a few picks that he shouldn't have, maybe should have gone for other players. Um if he is hoping that certain things fall his way, I, I don't think that's the right way to play fo- to play fantasy football, in my opinion. Keeping his first is a, is a huge deal because that means he can add another piece. But honestly, I think this piece, this team is more like three, three or four pieces away from being competitive. Well, if you, if you remember, I know I got that. I know I talked with someone. He was trying to trade Jonathan Taylor for quite a while. So I think – 
that what probably happened with Taylor is he thought it was a really good value and his plan was to flip him and it just hasn't worked out for him yet. So I don't really, and maybe that's what he was thinking with Cooper Cup too. I, I The more and more I look at this team and the fact that he was unwilling to trade his first, I kind of feel like that he was looking at this more as a two, two cup, year or two project as opposed to thinking he was going to win right now. So that being said, uh, let's let's pick a division winner here. Uh, Bryce, you know, don't be too biased, but go ahead and tell us who you, who you like to win the division here. I hate to say it, I'm, I'm going to pick myself here. Uh, <laughs> that a boy. <laughs> don't worry. If Brian was here, he would pick himself too. I don't think it's very close. I just think I need less to go my way at the start of the season. And, you know, maybe it won't happen for me. It'll happen for Ryan. Yeah. I don't know why you hate to say it because I agree with you. I think you're the the best team in the division. I This one's tough for me. I think I'm going to go with Bryce too, for, but, but I will say that if Ryan had made a few picks differently, I think I'd easily be going with, with, with Ryan. Uh, but I, I definitely – I'm going to pick him to win the division, but I'm just going to go ahead and say that, that Ryan is – when we do wild cards here in a little bit, Ryan's definitely going to be one of my wild card teams. I, I definitely think he gets in in that respect if he doesn't win the division. All right, so now to the commish, Team The Joker – do I have to say V? No, you don't have to say V. Okay, because that's been bothering me. <laughs> Team Joker. At quarterback, he has Hinton Hooker, Mac Jones, Will Levis, and Deshaun Watson. At running back, he has a pair from New Orleans, Alvin Kamara and Kendra Miller, and that's it. It's Paris Campbell, Jonathan Mingo, Michael Pittman, and Jaden uh, Reed at wide receiver. He has Luke Musgrave and Joku Kay Dotton and Irv Smith at tight end. So let's start at the uh, quarterback position here. Uh, Luigi, I want to hear your thoughts a little bit more this time since it's your team. I feel like this, when you, you're doing a win now, oh, let's mention your draft capital first. You have six in 2024, is that right? Yeah, six first in 2024 and two in 2025. That's very important with Luigi's team, obviously. I, I think that this that what you've done at quarterback is exactly – what you need to do with a win later team. Uh, you've got your at least one solid member of your core with Deshaun Watson, and you've got what uh, Levis and Mac Jones who can definitely fill in that two and three hole. I'm sure your quarterback position is going to get better in the draft. More than likely. But it's a great start. And Hinton Hooker, who knows? That 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 guy could be a starter in a couple of years. You know, we just don't know. Uh, while I think that the Kamara pick was a little weird. I know why you did it. It was for from a value standpoint. We've talked about that. I do love getting Kendra Miller. I think he's the perfect zero running back type of guy that could be very uh, impactful two years from now when this team, or even a year from now when this team actually starts trying to make his move. Uh, wide receiver. Wish you had a little bit more here. It's a little thin with Michael Pittman being the only proven guy on here at all. Uh, that's probably if I have any uh, criticism of your current roster, not your picks, but your current roster, it's that there's not enough of an investment in the wide receiver position. Uh, tight ends, love it. I mean, you didn't take one till later, but whenever you decide to take them, you, you doubled and tripled down. Uh, two to three of those guys should be impactful, you know, possible impactful starters down, down the line. And that's what you're trying to do with tight end. Get lots of, lots of young guys that could, 
turned into Travis Kelsey and George Kittle, right? Right. Um, you got anything to add on the on the roster itself? Whenever I would come on the clock, I just felt like the wide receivers that were available, I just felt like I'd be reaching on them. Um, yeah. So I went with other positions like uh, tight end or like I specifically took Hendon Hooker in a more recent pick because I just felt like, uh, you know, I've said this multiple times, I'm a build by the quarterback guy. And uh, I just didn't think any wide receiver or any tight end for that matter had any more potential to be of more value to other players than Hendon Hooker did. Yeah. Um, he's just, I felt like his upside is so much higher than any wide receiver or tight end or running back that was available at any point. And then I would come back on the clock and the best wide receiver available would be a guy that I just, I'm not a huge fan of. I, I, I like the tight ends better or something like that. So I do intend on drafting more younger wide receivers to, to round out that room. Um, but to this point, I just I think I took the guy that I liked the most in terms of value at every pick so far. Yeah, so it went, you know it's pretty easy to say we don't really have to discuss this too much. This is a project team, a uh, rebuild, a productive struggle, whatever you want to say. Maybe you could get to competitive next year. You have six first, but what I see you doing more with those six first is really controlling the draft doing some moving back, picking up some extra 2025s, which I think will be available to you. And I, I see this more as a two-year project team that could be insanely good in two years. That's kind of where, where I see this team going. Any, any thoughts from the, the other two of you? I think this uh, – I love the quarterback position for a win now spot. You've got a guy with Deshaun Watson who's going to be playing when you're ready to win. Um, and then everybody else – you know, they'll have jobs and maybe they'll turn into, you know, good QB ones in the future. I think it's a great spot. All right. So reverse flash to round up the division. He's got Baker, Anthony Richardson, and Tua at the quarterback position. He's got James Conner, Dalvin Cook, Dante Foreman, Antonio Gibson, Derek Henry, Jarek McKinnon, Bijan Robinson, and Ramondre Stevenson at running back. He has Devontae Adams and Michael Thomas at wide receiver. He has Kelsey and Schultz at tight end. So uh, quarterback, he's got Anthony Richardson and Tua. Not a quarterback room that I love, but they're very highly ranked in, by the dynasty community. Uh, both those guys are considered uh, low QB ones, I would say, high QB twos. Uh, at the running back position, he's absolutely loaded with with Bijan, Ramondre, and Derek Henry to start off things, and lots of good depth with guys like Dalvin Cook, who knows where he'll end up, and I'm sure he's going to end up somewhere where he'll be impactful, and Connor, and Foreman, and Gibson, and Bijan, Jarek McKinnon, just, just lots of depth there. Wide receiver, uh, reverse flash was obviously the guy who suffered from Peter taking all the wide receivers because he only has two, and I, I do see that as a bit of a problem. Uh, Devontae Adams is there, but then Michael Thomas is the wide receiver too and nothing else behind it. Uh, that's, that's, that's dicey. Uh, Dalton Schultz. Well, first let me mention Travis Kelsey, obviously production wise will probably be the, the tight end one again this year. So that looks good for him from one now standpoint, 
Dalton Schultz is his tight his backup tight end. A lot of people are really high on him this year. Correct me if I'm wrong. He has both of his first in 2024 and 2025. Correct. I do Jim? believe that is correct. Yes. So I kind of think. Any, any thoughts on this team before we kind of get in, in, the, in a predictive state here? This team is a tough one for me to call. I, I love the running back situation for a win-out team, and obviously as Kelsey, uh, the quarterback situation is 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 just good enough, is good enough for for a win-out team, but. The wide receivers are so light that I don't know whether to say that I think this team is going to be a competitor or not. What I think that this team might do, reverse flashes team might do, is if he has an opportunity to pick up some wide receivers for those two draft picks, I think that he might explore that. And that what may bring him from being a borderline team, in my opinion, to a team that can actually compete for this thing. Yeah, I'm looking at the wide receivers that are left. Not very many options. So ones that you're going to need to yeah. help you score He's points. He's going to have to not... trade for them. Yeah, is what definitely. I'm saying. Yeah, and maybe he can pick up some for some seconds. He doesn't necessarily have to trade first, but uh, you know, spoiler, I'm going to pick him to win this division. But I think that if he wants to have a a solid chance to pull some upsets in the postseason, I think he needs a wide receiver or two added to this team. Chris, if you're listening to this, I'm sending you an offer. Um, I too am going to pick him to win the division. Uh, I think obviously my team is in that retool productive struggle, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I just, I think Bain needs one or two more pieces to be considered better than, than his team. Um, but to be honest, it wouldn't shock me if Bain wins this division. Hmm. Um, I, I think with, the amount of wide receivers that Bain has, I think he's going to be able to score enough points to compete for the division at the very least. Okay. Bryce, who's your division pick? I think it's definitely a reverse flash here. Uh, I think uh, kind of by default, just with the other two teams. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to see that again here in a minute with the next division. But so far, we've all chosen the same division winner in all three divisions. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Either great, wrong. great minds think alike, or we're all a bunch of dumbasses. One of the two. Uh, who knows? But. Very well could be that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to head to the Marvel Villains Division to wrap this thing up. And because I'm the first alphabetically, we'll start my with my team, Team Dark Phoenix. And my team consists of a quarterback, Brock Purdy, Desmond Ritter, and C.J. Stroud. At running back, Devin is Shane sitting all by his lonesome. Oh, he's so lonely. He's so lonely. Uh, at wide receiver, we have Jordan Addison, Nathaniel Dell, Deontay Johnson, Quentin Johnson, Elijah Moore, Wondell Robinson, Devontae Smith, Cedric Tillman, and James Jameson Williams. At tight end, we have Dolchik, Pat Fryermuth, Michael Mayer, and Trent McBride. And I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this, Luigi, I control two 2024 firsts, including my own, and five 2025 firsts, including my own. Yep. So, at the quarterback, with, I'm, I'm happy with, with this group for a as many draft picks as I have. I have a one, a two, and a three right now. Those will probably be upgraded before the end of the 2025 draft, most likely. So, I'm happy with the group as it stands right now. Devin Shane, generally, whenever I – 
productive struggle in a startup draft, I don't take a wide receiver till the 15th or the 16th round. But I just liked Devin Shane's value. I think I took him in the 8th or ninth round. I can't remember exactly where. Just kind of liked where he was at. I think he's going to be a big star. But because I'm in productive struggle, I, I don't have any wide receivers right now through round 17. I'll, I'll pick a bunch at, at the end is generally what I do. Uh, wide receiver, uh, this is probably the strength of my team. Just lots of guys here. We're starting with Devontae Smith and Jameson and QJ and, and Jordan Addison and Deontay Johnson and, and you know, young second-round guys like Wondell Robinson and Elijah Moore, Tillman. It's not as strong as, as Peter's wide receiver core by any stretch of the imagination, but I would say that this is the second best young wide receiving core in the league just because of, of volume. And with all the draft picks I have, I'm obviously going to add to those ranks in the next two years. Uh, tight end, this is always, when I productive struggle, something I do. I take a lot of tight ends, uh, a lot of young tight ends generally. Um, I love all four of these guys. Uh, I took them all before round 12, or round 12 or earlier. Uh I really feel like from top to bottom, I probably have the best tight end group in the league. I don't have a huge top end guy like Pitts or Hawkinson, but just the sheer volume is is what I love here. And obviously, I love the draft picks. That being said, I don't think this team can seriously compete this year. There's just not enough. Uh, wide receiver is the only real position of strength for this year, and it's not even super strength, I would say. Uh, I, I don't think that I'm going to have a huge um, uptick from in 2024 uh, because I only have two first. Now, some of them, a lot of my guys will be getting a year older, and we, as we know, at the tight end wide receiver position, that's a big deal, but I, I still don't think I'll seriously compete in 2024. But just like Luigi's team, at the end of the 2025 draft, after I make five firsts in that draft, I, I fully expect that around 2025 and 2026, Luigi and I should probably be two of the better, if not the best teams in the league. That's the, that's the future for us. See, I see for us. And that's, that's kind of whenever you, you give up winning for a couple of years, you, you, if you're not looking at a team, that's going to be one of the better teams in the league, two or three years down the road, there's no reason to suck all that money into it. That brings us to Team Galactus, who has got Stetson Bennett, Daniel Jones, and Kenny Pickett at quarterback. A.J. Dillon, J.K. Dobbins, Ezekiel Elliott, Chuba Hubbard, Madison Alexander, Isaiah Pacheco, and DeAndre Swift at the running back position. Odell Beckham, Stephon Diggs, Isaiah Hodgins, Jalen Hyatt, Racy Rice, and Rashid Shaheed at wide receiver. Zach Ertz, Dalton Kincaid, and Isaiah Likely at tight end. Okay, uh, at the quarterback position, uh, not a lot of star power. Daniel Jones could be – he could be a quarterback one, though. Uh, he, he was taken, I think, 17th overall of the quarterbacks in this draft. Uh, Pickett's a, a young guy that I do like quite a bit. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot of hope for Stetson Bennett, but we'll see. Stetson uh, Bennett performed really well in college yeah, because he yeah. was – 32 years old playing against 19-year-olds. And yeah. had an amazing defense to put him in some positions. Yeah. So this running back core is interesting to me. There's not any top end. I'll give you that. But he's got 
lots of guys here, and we know how volatile the running back position can be. If 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 a lot of these guys hit, it could put him in a position that maybe we don't think that he's probably going to be in. I think he's got six guys that very that he could start. At the running back position, yeah. yeah. Well, and Elliot, who knows? Well, Elliot's Elliot. one of the. I, I anticipate him getting signed. Who are you not counting? Chuba Hubbard. Yeah. Okay, it is just six. Okay, I was counting. I was counting six with Chuba Hubbard not counting. You're you're right. So six six guys, and they could all be running back ones and twos if they if if things yeah. hit right. It. So it's it's just kind of weird on that one. On the at the wide receiver position, this this is really weak. Uh, He's got a couple of young guys, Jalen Hyatt and Rasheed Rice, that I, I do like those guys, but I don't expect a lot of them out this year. Um, Stephon Diggs is a stud, obviously. Uh, Beckham maybe gives him some veteran presence there. Isaiah Hodgins was one of the weirdest picks of the entire draft, in my opinion. I don't maybe maybe he's a fortune teller. I don't know. Uh, but that he is weird. Galactus. It was yeah. it, it was early too. I feel like it was like the twelve or thirteenth round. I think it was earlier than that too. Maybe it was. I'm not sure. Uh, the the tight end position. Uh, he, you know, he's got Zach Ertz, so maybe that gives him some points this year. Uh, he's got Dalton Kincaid, who uh, can. Well, he, he's a young guy. I love Dalton Kincaid a lot. We, we talked in nauseam that we thought he took him too early, but that doesn't mean that Dalton Kincaid can't be a superstar. And I think he will be. I just don't know if it's going to be this year. Or even next year. Potentially not, because tight ends usually take two to three years. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Likely, I, I don't, I'm not an Isaiah Likely guy. So, about Isaiah Likely, the Ravens love, love, love to run two tight end sets. In yeah. fact, they love it so much that I feel like they're constantly drafting two to three tight ends a draft. They drafted two tight ends last year, uh, Charlie Kalar and Isaiah Likely. They drafted both those guys last year. I do think Isaiah Likely has a great potential to be on the field a lot. But my problem is there's Mark Andrews that's going to get the first look. And they also drafted Zay Flowers in the first round. Yeah. And there's they've also got Rashad Bateman. They've got Odell Beckham. I just don't see a lot of targets to go Isaiah Likely's way. And maybe maybe he only gets targeted 40 total times and makes the most of his 40 targets and ends up being a solid tight end two. But even at, even then, I just Yeah. There's I just don't that that's probably his ceiling, unfortunately. Yeah. So this team, guys, uh, you know, despite we we've talked several times about how we thought he traded away too much value on certain trades and whatever. And we've been a bit critical of, of this team owner, but as I'm looking at this roster and I'm not going to predict anything crazy by instruction imagination, but I don't think that it maybe is going to be as bad as I think the sum of the parts may be greater than the picks as, and trades as we were watching them come in, if that makes sense. I think in particular, the running back situation could really help him get to a spot that maybe we didn't think that he would be able to get to this. If I just, do you guys think I'm just trying to paint a, a good picture as I can here? Or do you think there's some truth to what I'm saying? I think there's definitely a uh, place where that could happen. I mean, I think Alexander Madison it could really spark and maybe, I mean, yeah. if he's as efficient as he has been as a backup as a starter, that gives him 
you know, someone who took it in a later round, really uh, big upside. And the rest of the guys there could give him very solid points. I think my problem with this team is you have to hope that a lot of that happens. Yeah. Most of the time you can hope that one or two guys hit. With this team, you have to hope like six or seven guys hit. Yeah. And as everybody who's listening to this, the the three of us on on the, the pod know that doesn't normally happen. No. You you can't hope for more than one to two guys to, to hit. You have to round out your roster with those one to two guys that you hope can hit, not have an entire starting lineup of those guys. And the really unfortunate part of this is he has no draft capital. Yeah, he, he's traded every single pick over the next two years. Yeah, yeah. So let's move on to the last team that we're going to review. Team Magneto has Josh Allen and Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. Tank Bigsby, Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson, Elijah Mitchell, and Jamal Williams at the running back position. Jamar Chase, Mari Cooper, Tyreek Hill, Christian Kirk, and Terry McLaren at the wide receiver position. And Jawan Johnson and Chigozia oh, Mokong. There you go, at tight end. So, looking at the quarterbacks, the first thing that sticks out is no third. Uh huh. Nope. That's not the first thing that stuck out. That's the first thing for me. The first thing that has to stick out is two of the top six guys, which we know that he paid a price for. But I can tell you, I have won championships off of the back of just two quarterbacks before. It is something. That can happen. You have to have some things go your way, but this 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 is the start of, of, of a of a great team. I do agree with you. It's the second thing that sticks out with this quarterback is he doesn't have a third, but he couldn't really afford to take a third with as much as he traded up. So I'm not sure it was the worst strategy. It's kind of an all in. Here's what it is. Whatever happens, happens type approach, right? Because he did trade me both of his firsts as well. Uh, the the running back position is. Just a bunch of guys. This is clearly a zero running back strategy. But there are some guys I like. Bigsby, Roshan, Khalil Herbert, Jamal Williams could all have very big roles. Elijah Mitchell is a Christian McCaffrey uh, injury away from being very relevant again. So this is what you want to do whenever you're going zero running back. All he needs is for a couple of these guys to get into a position where they can score points. And it's not that hard, trust me. No, not as a running back, it's not. I mean, look at Jamal Williams right, last year. Right, and then we, we could have the same situation. Exactly. He very well could be the guy that gets the, the, the touchdowns, and that's all he we needs. We just don't know. Yeah. Um, at the wide receiver position, he's locked and loaded with Jamar and Tyreek Hill. And honestly, the more and more I think about it, that Tyreek Hill was the best value pick of the draft, in my opinion. Uh, the end of the fourth round for the – Last year's wide receiver, two, who is old, but he ain't that old, uh, really helped this team That get with him getting all the way to the fourth round when he only had three players in tow. Uh, so really nice wide receiver core. Just a couple of dudes, in my opinion, as a tight end, although I like those two dudes. you know, If you're not going to invest highly in tight ends, that's, that's where you want to be. And, um, you know, my take on this team is is that they can definitely be competitive this year. I think that uh, I think they're going to kind of we're going to get to our division pick here in a minute. I think they're going to kind of run away with the division. And honestly, this is the type of team that if he doesn't have a lot of injuries, he gets to the playoffs. Some of these running backs hit like we talked about. <laughs> Allen and Trevor Lawrence are probably going to score him a bazillion points, as is Jamar Chase. 
he might not have one of the better regular season records, but this team could get hot and run the table in the playoffs. It, it could, it's an absolute possibility. Yeah, I agree with you. And the the love in Tennessee for Oconquo, uh, you know, just by Tennessee fans, even by the dynasty community, if Oconquo is what people believe him to be or what people hope him to be, then, I mean, I think it, it wouldn't shock me at all to say that this team finishes with one of the better records in the league. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me, me either, especially in the division he's in. Which, exactly. Which I think Pretty has, much four free wins. Yeah, yeah, probably so. Bryce, who are you picking to win the division? Are we, we, are we unanimous on Magneto? Definitely going to give Magneto the nod here. Okay. Well, let's uh, go ahead. and We have all picked the same division winners all in every division. <laughs> uh, we're unanimous in every division. DC Heroes is Nightwing. Marvel Heroes is Thor for all of us. DC Villains is Reverse Flash for all of us. And Marvel Villains is Magneto for all of us. Let's start with you, Bryce. Who are your two wildcard teams? And this is this is was tough for me. I think this is going to be unanimous as well. I'm just saying. Okay. So, uh, the first one I think is the one everyone's going to pick is Nightcrawler. I have, yes, I, I agree with that. Are we in agreement with that, Luigi? They'll be my wildcard two. That's your wildcard two. Yeah. yeah. So that's the one uh, I would definitely pick out, and then. I think Flash is the the next one for me. Yeah, that's my wild card one. Well, it took us to the last wild card spot, but we do have a difference. And I struggled with this one. I, I went back and forth with it, and I I think it's going to be very close. But in the end, I'm sorry, Tyler. I know you're listening at some point here, but I have chosen to go with Team. Batman is my final wildcard spot. It was really close for me. As I well. think it's really close. I, I don't think it's close, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Really? I I knew, um, full disclosure, before we started recording for the uh, division picks, uh, Joe did say, pick your two wildcard teams, you know, or have that in the back of your head. And I knew instantly already who I was going to choose. I just think all the quarterbacks, all the running backs that he has – He's got such high upside at wide receiver, and he's got two extremely high upside tight ends. I, I, I just I don't think that it's it's harder for me to to choose the division winner than it is for me to say that um, really? that flashes the my first wild card team. I really think that Batman has a strong team here. I just think that Flash's team is so much stronger at quarterback that that's what puts it over. I have big question marks about how Matthew Stafford's going to perform while Kyler Murray's out, and that's the the difference here. Yeah, yeah, and I, I would I definitely wouldn't be surprised if Flash gets the nod. I wouldn't be surprised if one of these teams like Bane or Vision or even Galactus slipped in there. Um, honestly, to goodness, the only two teams that I think have next to no shot of making the playoffs are. Team Joker and Team Dark Phoenix. Go podcast hosts. <laughs> okay, we picked our division winners and we picked our wild cards. It's time to get to the nitty-gritty predictions. But before we do that, we're going to crown the best of the worst, as it were. And uh, we're going to start with you on this, Bryce. What I want from you is your 101, your 102, and your 103. Start at the 101 because I feel like we're all pretty unanimous on that one. 
Yeah, uh, the one-on-one is without a doubt here. It's going to be the Joker with Luigi. Yep, yep, yeah. The Actually, let's do it this way. Uh, audible. One-on-one. One-on-one is myself. One-on-one is the Joker. We're unanimous on that one. Okay. And for me, uh, the, the second pick here is pretty easy with Dark Phoenix. Okay. I have Dark Phoenix as well. I also have myself as the 102. Yay, we win. <laughs> we won the draft. All right. So I decided to go one. I was going to just go one on one two, but I felt like they were obvious. So this is where we get to have some fun and maybe piss somebody off at the same time. So, uh, Bryce, who, who gets your 103? I debate on this between two teams pretty heavily. I believe I'm going to go with Bane. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I am going to go with Vision. Oh. See, I thought that we'd be unanimous on this, but I I, I, I was wrong. I am going with uh, – and this wasn't a slam dunk for me either. I, I did consider, honestly, both of the two teams you said, but I ended up giving the nod for the 103 to Team Galactus. I just think And that would make me very happy. I think it's like you said. I think so many things have to go right for him. While I agree with that, I think there are so many things have to go right for him to be competitive. Yeah. But my problem with his team versus a team like Visions is, let's just say that their quarterbacks equal out. There's so many running backs on Galactus's roster, yeah. and it is potential points. So. Yeah all of those potential points are going to add up with all those running backs on his roster. And I know that that's probably the same reason why Bryce went with, with Bain is because he's going to have a lot of wide receivers on his roster, but not a lot of running backs or quarterbacks. Yeah. uh, I was really torn between Galactus and Bain here. And I don't love uh, Galactus quarterbacks, but they're guys that are going to score points. Whereas I think uh, two of Bain's guys most likely will not and I think Geno Smith could have a fall off. So that's why yeah. he earned the third pick for me. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, it's been, we've, we've been recording for, what, close to five, six hours here, probably overall. Uh, well, we've been recording longer than that. It's probably going to be five or six hours of audio time. <laughs> but it's probably been more like 10 to 12 hours of, of time over the last four to five days, whatever it's been. So the winner of the first ever – uh, Dynasty Dreamers inaugural startup listener startup draft will be for the first year in 2023. Bryce, we want the championship game and then the winner. You you kick us off. So the championship game, I'm going to give it between myself with Team Thor mm-hmm. and Nightwing. Not with Jorge's team. Team Thor and Team Nightwing. Okay, who's going to win it? I think I'm going to give Nightwing the nod here. I think uh, just, he has the best quarterback situation between the two of us. And I think after that, the teams are fairly close. Uh, I think I've got some spots where I'm better than him, but I don't necessarily think that I have enough to get over that quarterback on. So be completely honest with me. Is this a modesty pick, or did you do you really think that Nightwing has the edge? I really, I think, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers versus Bryce Young and Kirk Cousins is what this comes down to. I think and he's, golf too is very relevant. And golf, yeah, yeah, I think that's where this ends up for me. I think our teams 
I'm better in some places otherwise, but I don't think I'm that much better than he is in me at quarterback. Right. All right. Luigi, what are, what are we doing here? So my championship game is going to be between Magneto and Nightwing. Nice. Um, you kind of foreshadowed it a little while ago, but I had already actually planned on making Magneto my winner had we uh, discussed this. So I'm going to go with Mag- Magneto winning the inaugural draft or inaugural season. I mean, okay, give me a little bit. Give me a little bit of this. This is, I think, is a bit of an upset pick. So just just tell me the reasons why. I think I know them, but tell me the reasons why. I'm a I'm a huge Rashawn Johnson fan. I do believe that he'll take over the backfield. Um, just like what you said, Josh Allen and Trevor Lawrence. That's probably the best duo tandem in the league. I don't think it's probably that. that I mean, that's most likely the case. And then all the wide receivers that he's amassed in Jamar Chase, Amari Cooper, Tyreek Hill, Christian Kirk, and Terry McLaurin. I just think that. Those guys are the type of guys that you want on your on a championship roster. Um, I mean, that right there is is seven of, of the twelve players that you need to start. And if he gets one or two of his running backs to go his way, then I, I, I like I said earlier, I think his team very well could have one of the better records in the league. And, and I'm just going to ride that all the way to championship, and I'm going to pick him to win it. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to be pretty elaborate on this, so you'll have to forgive me. Uh, this is, uh, you know, me and Luigi's brainchild from earlier this year, and, and we put a lot of work into this. Uh, so I'm going to give a, a little bit more. We have I, I pick six. Six teams are going to make the playoffs. For me in particular, it was uh, Nightwing, Thor, Reverse Flash, Magneto, and Nightcrawler and Batman. With that being said, we know, Luigi, we've played Dynasty long enough. Bryce will figure this out. He's, he's done Redar probably long enough to know this. All you really have to do is get in the dance. If you get in the dance, once that single elimination starts, anybody, anybody can win. win. Anybody. And I do believe that any of these six teams could pull off two to three wins in a row and take on the trophy this year. I do think that there's two teams that would surprise me a little bit more if they did, which would be Batman and Reverse Flash. Uh, so that leaves us basically with, if I had to pick a semifinal or a semifinals, it would probably be Nightwing, Thor, Nightcrawler, and Magneto in, in the round of four. And I think any of those four teams has a very good chance to win the whole thing. Uh, I, I, I probably if I had to rank the two semifinal teams that I have, I would rank Ryan as the third place winner and Magneto as the fourth place winner. So with that being said, that I have the same championship game as Bryce does. I have Team Bryce taking on Team Nightwing in the champ, Team Thor taking on Team Nightwing in the championship game, and I also went with Team Nightwing. I think that those two teams are very, very close. I, I, what it came down to me, it's something I said earlier when we were going over the teams. Jorge spent literally every pick trying to win now. Every single pick that he made was geared towards winning a championship this season. Bryce, even though I love the pick, and I agree with the pick, and I told him it was the pick he should make, 
he as early as the second round, he made a pick that wasn't directly a win now pick. So I think that the tiebreaker for me here is that Jorge invested the most into winning now. I think he will be rewarded, and I think he will be the Marvel versus DC Dynasty Dreamers champion for the 2023 season. That being said, me and Bryce both picked this championship. We picked the same winner. Those guys will probably not make the playoffs. Yeah, that's how it normally happens. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing we know about Dynasty football is nothing ever goes the way that we expect it to. No, I'm going to win the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> I will quit Dynasty if you win the championship in this league. So we, we talked a little bit about the playoffs. I did just want to mention the, the way that I have the playoffs um, set up is if you win your division, you're automatically in the playoffs. And the final two teams or the two wildcard teams are, are made up of the highest all-play win percentage after those four division winners. So you could go theoretically 0-14. And still make the playoffs in in this style yeah. of league as the wild card team. If you just played the the team that scored the most points every week, right? And you scored the second most, so that that's like in the division of um, Nightwing and uh, Flash and Batman. With it being the best team in the division in the in the league, it's very well that all three of those teams could make the playoffs. It's it's quite possible. Yeah. So. Um, I do just want to say that, like Joe just said, it is anything can happen. You know, if you're if any of the the uh, teams in this league are listening, there was no intentional like down talking about your team. We were just being honest, and and that's what we we just try to be. Um, Absolutely, I, I have no agenda against yeah. anyone. I'm just calling them how I see them. It's not personal by any stretch of imagination, and. You know, outside of the six of us, and, and I know Peter a little bit, the other five guys in this league, I don't only know them from what little I've talked to them since the league started. Yeah, exactly. So far, so, it's been fun to play with everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it seems like an incredibly great group of guys. Uh, we're hoping to do this again. If there's a positive response, we're going to do an, another listener league. Uh, we may not even have as many people in it from our group. But Luigi may, and I may try to limit it a little bit so we get more a different variety of people. We haven't really discussed that yet, but uh, um, another thing I'll, I will say that if, if you've hung on with us for the, the last five episodes, uh, you've probably listened to five to six hours of content by now. God bless you. We really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for, for getting to the end here. Uh, we're, we're, when we decided we were going to put this together, we had no idea how interested people would or wouldn't be in it. We just knew that it interested us greatly. I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while that really analyzed pick by pick, trade by trade, the startup draft. For better or worse, that's what we did here, guys, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, it was our own personal analysis, own personal opinions. You know, we we don't know everything. We we don't know what the future holds for any of these players. So it's just our current analysis on what we believe is the right thing in our own minds. And honestly, if you did listen to all this way through, we would love to hear your predictions for the division winners, the championship, the championship game, uh, the top three picks in the draft next year. Well, well, the, the third pick in the draft next year. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> we, would, we would love to hear your, your opinions. Uh, please put them in the comments. Reach out to us personally. 
you know, maybe people have a completely different outlook on, on, on these teams than we do. Uh, but that about wraps it up for me. Do either one of you have any final thoughts before we end this here? Nope. I'd just like to say, you know, thanks for having me again, y'all. And uh, it's been great doing this, like, first startup with you. Yeah, we're hoping to do more with you. We're, we're going to do more with you. Definitely. Maybe not listener-type leagues, but we're definitely going to do more. So with that being said, this will that'll do it for the 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, and 15th episode of the Dynasty Dreamers podcast. Thank you for joining us. Please leave any comments or questions about the show below. We hope you join us next time. For my guest hosts, Bryce Galloway, Jorge Taylor, and Ryan Nunn, and my co-host, Luigi Federico, this is Joe Galloway signing off.